Hello there, welcome back to my channel. Hi, my name is Bree. If you're just now seeing me, I teach fifth grade in Nevada, in Vegas, at my most perfect, beautiful dream school ever. I have this drink with me that a student brought me. Thank gosh for it. Well, today was Friday and we had our first math test today. This is the thing, especially for people that are just getting into teaching or maybe not a teacher, just like to watch. So math tests aren't just multiple choice anymore. Math tests are more math reasoning and explaining and how do you know and prove it. And it's not just simple arithmetic anymore. It's more writing, more complexity, more breaking things apart and thinking and looking at math completely differently than how I was taught, maybe how you were taught. I noticed that there are so many students with test anxiety. I noticed that so many students are so afraid to fail in math and so afraid of taking a test. Something that I would have done sooner if it was more normal and if I would have known is to practice taking tests with your students whole class especially for the first chapter test. When I first started teaching like year one, I literally just gave them a test and thought they knew how to do it. But that's the whole point of being a newer teacher. You literally don't realize how much you actually have to teach the kids to do. Pretty crazy, especially when you're new and you're not aware of it, but they're coming to you completely blank. That's what you have to assume. Today, I made it a point to take the whole morning time of our day to sit down and work with them on how to work through a test, a math test. And actually I'm gonna show you what we used. So this is from the curriculum that we use. This is from Envisions. I enjoy it. I like Envisions better than, what was the other one? It's like math. I can't think. I used it literally for my first three years of teaching. And it's not as good as um, Envisions in my opinion. I like how Envisions is laid out. This is what Envisions looks like, by the way. Shout out Envisions. I printed this out from the curriculum. And as you can see, we just went over chapter one, which is place value. And I am telling you right now, place value tends to be so difficult for students. So if you're a parent and really want to maximize your kid's potential, I would highly recommend that you practice math over the summer. I highly recommend that you practice place value, learning the language of place value, saying the actual place value, talking about the value of the numbers. When we add and subtract, really looking at why we borrow and why we carry over and bundles of 10 and all of that stuff. It's a lot. Like, I mean, me even teaching fifth grade for the second time, I knew what to expect, but at the same time, like, it was a lot and I am teaching math in a very particular way right now. I will be sharing it soon. I just wanna play it out a little bit longer. But as you can see here, look, it's literally telling you to look at um, figures and look at maps and look at charts. And it's telling you to write this number in expanded form with exponents and then same here. And it's like, explain your reasoning. Like, how do you know? How do you know why? An example, explain how you round to the nearest hundredth. Explain how you round. Explain why you chose that answer. Like, it's a lot of explaining. So I have made the executive decision as a professional 
to do this whole group. I'm going to explain how I help my students through their test anxiety. I don't know what it is or why it's this way, but I think so many kids are anxious nowadays. Like when I was a kid, I wasn't necessarily like anxious. I was more like very shy. Maybe that is a form of anxiousness, I guess. I just was afraid of getting in trouble. So I just did everything I was told. But I see it a little differently. I never like stressed out about testing ever. And I wasn't a straight A student by any means. I was like the middle ground student. I don't know. I just feel like students are just so stressed out right now. And I don't know why. And I think maybe it's the idea of what we claim success is. Like I told my students, I had one student he, they told me that he that they were scared and I said why are you scared of a piece of paper like you're scared why are you scared of a piece of paper or like a math problem like no you are so much like stronger than that you're more than a math problem anyways so what we did was I gave my students a paper and then I told them to write their name and I told them to write their goal and I wanted them to select a goal to form their intention around. And I told them, goals can be more than just 100% or a number. A goal could be an emotion. A goal could be a feeling. What is your intention when taking this test? Is it to try your best? Is it to feel confident around math for the first time? Or is it to get back into the swing of things since this is our first test since how long ago? Is it to just, you know, get 80%? Like I just want my goal is to get at least 80% because that's what I told them that their goal is for them to like enter into a raffle and stuff. It's an incentive. So students wrote their goals on the top. I haven't read any of them. I'm excited. I'm going to California this weekend. It's a Friday. I don't know if I said that. I'm going to California and I'm going to be grading them in the car. Then I taught them how to regulate their nervous system. And I use words like that. I use words, regulate your nervous system, calm your body, fall into your body. So this is what we did before we even started, before we even read the first question. I was actually standing in front of the class. I had my headset on. I was doing my thing. I was doing my teacher thing. So I told them, all right, what tends to happen, and this happens with adults as well, is that we are so mind heavy. We think with our minds nonstop. Like our minds are going so fast, so rapid that if we're not careful, we cling on to ideas that are actually hindering us and making us more anxious. It's like this repeating pattern over and over and over again that if we don't snap out and break, it just keeps going. And by the way, we practice breathing every single day coming in from lunch. Like every single day I teach my students how to breathe and regulate themselves because like so much drama happens and they're already like pretty high strung. Like they're just very emotional, um, very sensitive to emotions and like sensitive to situations. And it's not bad. I just think that's how kids are now. Like I think they're coming in like this more sensitive. We need to regulate that. It's okay to be sensitive. I'm sensitive AF. Like I know that. I've had to literally learn how to, you know, block it off and regulate myself. So I had the kids close their eyes and I have them breathe in through their nose. So I'm going to do it with you. Breathe in through your nose. Hold at the top. Breath is here and breathe out of your mouth. And as you breathe, feel yourself coming from your head and coming downward. So let's do it again. Breathe in. Hold at the top and breathe out. And when you push out, 
push out and literally feel that energy escaping from your mouth and calming yourself down. We do it again. I'm going to do it over time because it feels nice. Breathe in. Hold at the top and breathe out. It's actually really important to do that sound. It's a release. I already feel better. I was feeling a little high strung because I've taught all day and I'm on video right now. So then I taught them, okay, when you are feeling anxious, when you are feeling stressed out, when you're feeling nervous, all those types of emo emotions, it means that your thinking is going in your head and it's just making it worse. And you're like disproportionate in a way, like everything's just going to your head. So you're overthinking, you're anxious, like you're stressing yourself out. So I taught them to do that breathing. And once they, they do that breathing, then I say, okay, I want you to think of yourself and I want you to actually take your hands up. I want you to breathe again in your nose, holding at the top. And I want you to push down with your breath. And I want you to slowly push down. Continue to breathe in your nose, out your mouth. In your nose, out your mouth. And I want you to push all of your thinking down into your belly, underneath your belly button. Okay. Underneath your belly button. So I just did it with you. So now you can practice on yourself. But I taught them that the reason why we want to make sure that our breathing and our thinking comes from our guts first and then our minds is because our minds kind of just go rapid fire and that's what causes anxiety. Like you just go off the hinges, you go off the hook. But really when you calm back into your body, you're more calm, your nervous system is regulated. And just information for you, if you're not aware, there's a nerve called the, va the vagus nerve or the vagus nerve. I call it the vagus nerve. Is it because I live in Vegas? I don't know. But I call it the vagus nerve. And when you breathe in that way, and when you lower your consciousness, so I didn't tell my kids this, but I'll tell you this because it's, just, you know, like the terminology is different than how you would speak to a 10 year old to an adult right here. But when your consciousness is in your brain or in your head, in your mind body, like in your mind, it just goes rampant. So when you push it down to below your belly button, that is truly where your consciousness resides. Your consciousness is supposed to be housed beneath your belly button in your um, sacral center, okay? That's where it's supposed to be. That is how you know you're grounded. Your consciousness literally needs to be in your grounded chakra system is how I say it. But your groundedness needs to come from below your belly so you're not just getting taken over by your head, overthinking and being anxious. And the best way to regulate ourselves, especially when we're in a situation that may cause a lot of anxiety, and the reason why it causes a lot of anxiety is because we're like, used to that so we carry it over to the next time and the next time and the next time so i told my students once it's lowered and whenever they feel anxious to do that breathing and to push their thoughts down into below their belly button and it causes them to have like clarity in their minds like they're literally able to have clarity in their minds it's 
quite fabulous to have some sort of clarity to where now they can do the math work. Now they can read the problems. Now they're able to think clearly. How are you supposed to take a math test that is like this with reasoning and like DOK levels, depths of knowledge that aren't just like what's one plus one? It's like, no, tell me why and how with math. I like it. I think it's a great thing to know this stuff about math, honestly. Students are capable, but we have to set them up for success. So that's what I did today. And I took a couple parts because it was a three-part test, double-sided. Look at that. And I had them stop and we would re-breathe together. And I do this every single day. And it's how they're able to calm their bodies so they can learn. When you or a student is in fight or flight, which is what happens when you're anxious, especially if it's a test, like, oh my God, it's a test. Oh, like, what the? You know what I mean? Like, it's a test. Like, you're more than a test. You're a human. I mean, honestly, are tests even gonna be a thing in the future? I don't know, are they? I would love the answer to that question. And I really think it's fading out because it's just like not as effective as you know it used to be because we're becoming more complex and more open and like things are changing. So anyways, that's just what I did today with my class with their test taking skill. I think it's important and we're gonna do it every time we take a test. I mean, we practice our breathing every time we come in from the lunchroom. So, I mean, it was a really great Friday. I haven't graded their test yet, so I'm going to see how they did. But I just think it's important to have students learn how to calm themselves down when they are feeling stressed. Like, if they are feeling stressed out, like, how can you help yourself? Like, how can you not be taken over by stress? You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to be stressed out. We're like conditioned to be constantly stressed because of our environments but we have the power to decondition ourselves and that's what the breathing does so let me know what you thought about this let me know if you do this in your classroom let me know if you're going to try it and if you do tag me on instagram message me on instagram oh i forgot i invite you to join me on instagram i invite you to join me on my podcast the high vibe teaching podcast i love my podcast so much I highly recommend that you go over there and listen to the content over there. Um, if, especially if you liked what I said now, cause that's what I love to talk about is energy and calming ourselves down, um, regulating our nervous system, stimulating our vagus nerve. Also what um, calms our vagus nerve is singing and using our voice and breathing, breath work and releasing. Seriously, it's, it's changes and habit changes that will literally align you to be the best version of you. So thank you so much for watching this video. Let me know what you think. It was a really great day. So thank you so much and you're amazing. And cheers to finishing week three of school.